Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oh, a podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you. Did your internet die? Because I think your internet died. (laughs) You went silent for a moment there. I'm Paul Franson, the head boy of O'Rock. And I'm Michael Gray, the, the, the head author of O'Rock, I suppose. <laughs> How are we doing today, Michael? Fine, it sounds like you've got an exciting story, and I've got an exciting story too, but yours is on topic, so... Oh my gosh, you want to jump right into this excitement, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, guy. I'm trying to figure out exactly at what point this story will get exciting to other people because I feel like it's going to have kind of a slow start. So I'll I'll, I'll try to get to the the, <laughs> the allegedly good part. Uh, anyway, um, uh, so for uh the game we're working on, the Lost Oregon City Gold, um, we have a scene, um, somewhere in the game. I don't really want to say too much about it, but um, basically you answer a bunch of uh, trivia questions about Oregon, um. And I was noticing some issues uh, with with that scene. Um, basically, uh, at certain points when you would when a new question would be, pop- be popping up, there would sometimes be lag. Like sometimes it, it wouldn't really be noticeable, but sometimes it would be like a second. Sometimes it would be three full seconds, and I was like, "Well, okay, uh, I guess I should do something about this." You know, put on my programmer's hat and try to figure out what's going on. Um, so what I figured out was that the game, uh, and this this was something Michael had programmed, so he can correct me if I'm wrong, um, but it was using a, a random number generator. It would choose a number uh, for a question, and then it would go through the list of questions and see which number had been chosen. Yeah, it's similar to that. I, I was going to say that uh, originally what I did yeah. was I wrote like... 30 or so different questions and then it just randomly picks a number mm-hmm. and it'll ask either question one two three whatever number it picks but i think you or somebody else insisted that it's like you can't have any repeat questions so it's like great now i have to add <laughs> extra programming to make sure the question hasn't been repeated and then i had to add extra programming because what if our player is really really bad bad at the game and goes through all 30 yes. questions and then yes. we need to repeat from the start again so there, there so um so yeah there is somewhat complicated pro- i liked my original solution which is it just randomly picks a question and we just hope they don't get doubles that's a lot easier yeah well yeah in hindsight but so so what was happening was each time it would ask a question, it would then mark that question as being asked, right? So then it would go back to the top, choose another random number, uh, and then it would get to that question, and it would be like, oh, this question has been asked already. And then it would go back to the bottom, then go back to the top, then generate a new number, and so on and so on. And and by, by the time you would get have asked, like, you know, 20-some questions, there would be considerable lag because it would be running through this loop over and over and over and over again until it found a question that wasn't asked. And now we're at the exciting part. Because the way I solved this problem was with a tuple. That's right. This guy figured out what tuples are. Yes, and I used them. What was the what was that podcast? Trouble with tuples. The trouble with tuples. Yes, we talked about this at some point. I think it was toward the end of last year, where um, 
what was it? You were you were trying to look up something in the Renfi documentation, and the documentation just said like use a tuple, and we were like, what the hell is a tuple? I guess we just <laughs> it's just assumed that we know what that means, that we know what it means, and know how to program it, and we don't even know how yeah. to pronounce tuple. <laughs> no, so we we talked like ten minutes just like riffing on what this even could possibly mean, uh, and we did get some well. <laughs> well-meaning people responding and attempting to explain it to us um but i i still don't think i'd really gotten it but now i i think i do finally understand what a tuple is it's a variable that's more than one thing so it's it's like a number and a letter Oh no! It's it's like see it's that's like my a, first question, like and I'm sure that's so wrong yeah. that the programmers are like, <laughs> "What are you even thinking?" No, so it's 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 like a list of things that the variable can be. So I set this up. I, I created a, a new va- variable that was a tuple that encompassed every number, every question, essentially each numbered question. Um, so now what the game does is it randomly chooses a number from the tuple and then removes that number from the tuple so that it doesn't keep choosing numbers that have already been selected and doesn't need to keep going through the if-then process 20 times before landing on a correct, on a question it can actually use. Uh, and then it just sort of runs through that until the tuple is depleted and then uh, it resets itself and sets this, resets the tuple, puts all the numbers back into it in case... Uh, as you were saying, uh, the player goes through all the questions and needs to start over again. Interesting. Uh, and it it appears to actually work. Uh, it was definitely one of the most exciting things to happen this month. Do you have to write? I mean, I don't. I I probably have access to the code. I could probably look it up, but I'll leave it. Yeah. Do, do you actually have to write tuple or something? Or it's it's a giant list no, in brackets, I'll, I'll... right? Curly brackets. <laughs> I. W- I wish it was tuple. That would at least make this whole thing make a little more sense to me. No, uh, here, I'll, I'll get the code up. Um, it's really just like, it's the same thing as a variable, except that you put it in parentheses and put multiple things with commas after after them. Oh, I do uh, know that uh, the programming's able to handle that because, like, I think you can do that with images where you, you, you have the image and then you have parentheses and then a bunch of numbers and one number's like the x-axis, mm-hmm. and the other's the y-axis, and then right. one is how far it is away from the border of the current frame, and I I never really understood the frames yeah. in Windows, so I don't mess with that, <laughs> but... No, I still I thinking, don't. That's still impossible to... <laughs> I, I think an alternate way that I... I mean, if you hadn't figured out tuples, what I probably would have done is... Mm. Basically split up the, like, say there's 32 questions, split them the split those mm-hmm. up into groups of eight, and then have oh, randomly pick one of the yeah. groups of eight. And then um, that way, if one group of eight is entirely depleted, it's it's removed from the list. So that way it's only looking for, I mean, it's still doing, like, the yeah, same basic yeah, yeah. thing, but it's not doing a one out of 32 chance looking for the the 32nd one that we haven't that the, <laughs> hasn't been picked yet yeah it honestly it was one of those things where i, I kind of sat down at the computer and was like all right if i can't come up with you know a, a fairly straightforward answer in like 
you know, 20 minutes or so, I'm not going to bother. It's not even like that big of a deal. I mean, we've been working on the game for how long? And I only just noticed it like on like this week. So it, it clearly wasn't like a huge issue. Uh, but then I, I did like some Googling and I came across this this tuple thing and people using them with random integers and, and it all just sort of fell into place. I didn't even really like have to tweak the code that much. I think I only added a, like a few lines to make it work, which, which is oh, good because nice. I was really afraid I was going to end up breaking something because <laughs> it's a pretty long involved section. I didn't want to really mess your code up. Well, yeah, because there's also an achievement, too, so I had to add programming for achievements yes. for that puzzle, because it's like, if you solve the puzzle by getting five answers correct in a row with no wrong answers, so every single time you answer a question, the game checks yes. to see, did you answer it correctly or not, and if you answered it incorrectly, no no achievement for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so like, there's there's a lot going on in that scene, so I was extremely reluctant to change too much but uh but yeah i didn't really have to say so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the um the the tuple code now so um for those of you who are familiar with renpy i guess it's extraordinarily similar to the way you do a variable um so i have it set up as just trivia underscore question equals and then uh, a straight bracket and then you know one comma two comma three comma four comma etc and then a straight bracket at the end that's all it is. Interesting. I was going to say, another possible way to do that is just have the big if-then chart, but then say it checks question 1, then question 32, then question 2, you know, checks the questions in a mm. random order. Although I don't think anybody would notice the difference or know, because nobody knows <laughs> that, oh, I got question number 5 from the list of 32. There's no... They're not going to notice that. So maybe that was a dumb idea. Sorry. So there is there is one annoying thing about this is that I was running into issues where um, so uh, ultimately the tuple will be reduced down to just one option, right? Because that's that's how it works. It it subtracts one option every time you go around until there's just the one left. Uh, mm -hmm. Apparently, there's an issue where a tuple cannot just be one thing. So the game would actually crash whenever there would just be one thing left. It would check it and be like, this is nonsense. You can't have a tuple with one thing. Um, so I think I, I, I set it up so that once it goes through all questions but one, <laughs> then it resets itself. Yeah. So, you, the, the player, so I, I, hope, I hope that's okay. That seemed to be the best way to do it. I guess the only other option would be add like a fake variable, like an imaginary question 37. Oh. Or something like that. Oh, That's... that could have been interesting. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Well, no, I mean, oh. I, I... maybe that doesn't work. With programming, a lot of things <laughs> are, we try it out and see if it works, and, and why doesn't it work? Oh, it's because I forgot to capitalize tuple. It should have been capitalized, of course. <laughs> a lot of things that uh, that make sense in our heads don't always make sense uh, to RenPy. Ah. But yeah, so that was that was my big exciting thing was that not only did I sort of figure out what tuples were, but I actually got to use them. Wow, how, was... how 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 much we've grown in the last <laughs> you know several months. That that should make this like an award winning game. To be honest, it's got tuples. <laughs> Is it too late to change Can we this? Put that as Steam a bullet page? point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Realistic use of tuple. Yeah. <laughs> Gratuitous use of tuples, oh, okay. man. I don't know. Gratuitous. 
gratuitous use of a single tuple. Well, well, you can't have a single tuple because apparently it crashes the oh, system God. if there's one no, item you can, you in can the have tuple. A single... <laughs> yeah. You can have a single tuple, but there just has to be more than one thing in the single t- I maybe th- I wonder what the word I'm supposed to be using there instead of thing is. For the things that go inside of tuples. I guess, you know, <laughs> there will be people that argue you can't have a list if it's just one thing. It's like, well, it's a bulleted list. It's only got one bullet on it. That's not a list. Yeah. That's that's just a point. <laughs> but that's semantics. So I, I yeah. guess... Uh... <laughs> I know it's it's interesting. So uh, when I when I was figuring out that the tuple can only have multiple things in there, there actually is a workaround on Rempi. Uh, is if you put a comma after the final item, uh, then Rempi recognizes it as a tuple for, for like even if there's just one item and a comma, then it still like works as a tuple. But I discovered that while that worked when I was testing it. Uh, when I was testing it on like uh, just a generic test thing that I have set up in my RenPy, uh, it didn't work with the Oregon City Trail code, and I'm sort of wondering if that's because uh, I, th- I bet you're using a different version of RenPy than I am on my computer. Yeah, and and maybe uh, your it doesn't work with your version, but it did with mine. But so if you look in the code and you see a comma at the end of the tuple, that's why. It's just because I was trying to make that work. <laughs> If I say come at the end of the tuple, not not a tuple, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a problem with the one game where it's like, insert a number, but no, it thought it, thought it was the text of the number. I, I don't get it. <laughs> yes. Oh, because you had the number in quotes, right? No, but that was in the mom's game, and that's oh. why it's the only only that first pathway I programmed where they ask your age, because then I have to... <laughs> so I put, like, an age range of, like, 18 to 37 oh. or something, and then it's like, okay, well, if the number they inserted is 25, then the age is 25. I had to create a second variable, because oh I just God. couldn't get it to accept it as a number. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's definitely something weird where uh, if you put it in quotes, it counts it as a word instead of a number. And if it's not in quotes, then it recognizes it as a number, something like that. So I, I don't know if that was related or not, but yeah. I've, I've run into that issue before where I'll put a number in quotes and it's like, this isn't a number. I'm like, I thought it's, it's two. Two is a number. Anyway, what was your exciting thing this month? Wild has nothing to do with video games or making them. Oh, it's good. Um, Perfect. I guess it could be somewhat related to programming. Uh, not really. <laughs> no, it was just I I um I ordered food from Burger King on the Burger King app, and <laughs> they don't let you get Surge on the app. That's that's not one of the options. <sighs> They don't let you get Raspberry Coke either. Uh, it's very sad. Even though they have it at oh, the store. Oh, come on. What's so the I, point? So I, I I, got my meal and ordered a, a, a Coke. And I told the person, like, I, I just wanted a surge with no ice. But um, the, the mm. app doesn't let me. And so when I got to pick up my food, the, the person gave me, gave me my Coke. And then, then handed me a small surge with no ice and said, here's your water. <laughs> so that was the fun story as I got a free oh small surge by complaining I couldn't order that's surge amazing. on the app. Yeah. So that's the most exciting thing that that's happened to so me. It's so funny that they did that instead of giving you surge instead of coke. 
I guess it was because it must be some programming thing where it said, I have to get a Coke, and so he has to make a Coke. Yeah. Oh, wow. But you got the surge. That's that's the most important part. And you got it. Oh, man, that's that is great. That is the important part. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, um, I was making some tweaks to Too Many Santas uh last month uh and i was i was updating a bit in the credits and i took the line out about uh that i had in there about surge <laughs> because i kept noticing in let's plays that people kept stumbling over it and then missing half of the uh the special thanks because they were trying to figure out what the surge thing <laughs> meant perhaps that's a niche joke yeah yeah well cuz it, it's like it's a sequel to a joke from it was either internet court or uh or cat president too i can't remember which where i said Special thanks to Coke for bringing Surge back or something. Oh, and, no, um, wait. And then it was another game where I then I said special no thanks to Coke for taking Surge away. That's what it was. I think it was Cat President 2. Special thanks to Coke for bringing Surge back. Internet Court said special no thanks to Coke for taking Surge away. And then in Too Many Santas, uh, I think I said, um, oh, God, it was like... It, it was it was something about like forgiving, Coke forgiving and because forgetting. it's the holidays. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, so I, I took that out. That's all. It's not really that exciting. Actually, did I did I talk about the 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 changes I had to make to the credits recently? No, uh, you have. It not. makes me sound. Oh yeah, I I think I I messaged you about it. But yeah, so I, I had to uh, put through sort of a, a, a semi-emergency patch, I would say, for Too Many Santas, because I was watching uh, a Let's Play, another Let's Play. This this is how I learn about problems in our games, is by watching other people play them, uh, which I guess is essentially what testing is. Um, but I was watching, a, I guess it was a streamer or whatever, um, and they got to the end credits, and they, they started to get really concerned because they were like, oh, no, wait, this sounds like copyrighted music. No, no, I have to mute it. And in my head, I was like, no, it's, it isn't. It was Creative Commons. Don't worry about it. It's, it's, this is an allowed use. Uh, and then someone in the comments said, no, this is a parody of a Depeche Mode song. And lo and behold, it did turn out that the end credits song that I used was in fact a parody of a Depeche Mode song, and I had no idea, and I feel like that is the sort of thing that could very easily get me into trouble, because while I might have had the rights to use the parody, like that song, I'm not sure that I had the rights in general to have a parody of of a Depeche Mode-specific song in the game. I don't know. It it kind of freaked me out a little bit, so I I didn't, uh, like, you know, speedily found a different song and, and jammed it in the credits. Yeah. Um, I'm sure later I'll find out that that song is a parody of an Avril Lavigne song or something. Something but... like that. Yeah. Yeah, right? That happened to me <laughs> um, when I was using pictures of, like, my followers, their their Twitter profile pictures and, mm. like, my, my reviews, and it's like, oh! And somebody left, it's like, oh man, that's so hilarious, you've got, like, this this... You pick the perfect Doctor Who character to be like an uh, annoying parent <laughs> or something. I'm like, no, I thought that was my actual follower, and I I guess it's a compliment yeah. to followers. Like, oh, I just thought you were this gorgeous celebrity. I totally thought that was you. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, but in my defense, I was gonna say I've never heard of Depeche Mode before, so. Yeah, I I had definitely heard of the band, but I'd never heard any of their music before. Uh, and 
to to further our defense, the uh, page where I found the song did not mention anywhere in any way that it was a parody. <laughs> so I'm not sure what I could have done to avoid this issue, uh, besides having a universal knowledge of pop music. But a universal, uh, yeah. yeah, that was alarming, but a very very easy fix. So that that's why I was monkeying around it in the credits because I was already changing stuff anyway. Figured I'd change other stuff that would have been bothering me. Oh, poor Depeche Mode. It looks like they've been nominated for a lot of awards, but they, they didn't win them. Speaking of the list of things to do, I know it says add splash screens. Yes. I don't know how or yeah. what that is, so that's why I haven't <laughs> been doing it. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll put that. I'll just put that on my list now. <laughs> Not a problem. That's that's the uh that's the I know thing what the they are actually where, where it yeah. has oh okay 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 yeah I wouldn't know where yeah, to put no, it no that's fine it'd take me like ten minutes to look it up but I actually don't think I have the images for the splash screen that you've been using yeah that that makes sense I I should have had that on my list uh, from the beginning it, it'll be fairly simple for me to do it hopefully just copy paste I whatever said that. you did now, in the other games be. yeah it won't be. <sighs> Because I know what's going to happen. Um, this happened before when we went from uh, Cat President to Internet Court, I think, is that Internet Court's resolution was higher. So I had to make higher resolution versions of the splash screens. Um, so I'll probably have to mess with the resolution of them again for this one. Oh, yeah, because it's max resolution. Oh. Jeez. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 1920 <laughs> by 1080. No, it's not your fault. Not No, I mean, I think I was the one who, who pushed for you to do a high resolution. So I, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We ran into that problem going from Cat President 1 to Cat President 2 also, uh, that all the original art in Cat President 1 was a lower resolution, so I had to redo a lot of the characters that, that were making repeat appearances, uh, because I only had the smaller resolution versions of those characters. Oh, well. It feels like that would be a yeah. problem for, like, pretty much every game. Well, in any case, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I, I got splash screens over on uh, my list now. So I'll get around to that at some point, probably this month, because uh, the list is looking pretty pretty slim at this point. Yeah. Seems like we're getting quite far. Is there uh, anything particularly exciting on here that, that you worked on this month? I don't think so. Let's see. <laughs> Tried to do sound effects. Uh <laughs> Tried to get my daughter to do sound effects, the screaming sound effects. She had, she yeah, was not. I mean, it's just a terrible acting job. So, like her scream of ah, oh, that's about as much enthusiasm she put into it. And so I just went and tried to find random screaming sounds and told you to pick one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I guess I find it easier for me to just do a bunch of sound effects and then let you pick one rather than me actually having to decide myself. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm I'm totally fine with that because I I tend to get caught up in in sort of like what in analysis paralysis, looking at sound effects and songs and stuff like that. Because I'll I'll go on free sound and like search for woman screaming. And then I'll sit there and I'll find like the perfect one on page two, but then I'll still be like on page 96 being like, is this one slightly better? I don't know. So <laughs> it certainly made things faster for me that you provided me with a bunch of options. Just gave you three options. Instead of me options, providing yeah. myself with 300. Yeah. 
Uh, and one of them did work really well. I, 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 um, I think you were concerned that it didn't sound enough like, you know, like a, a preteen girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but I manipulated it a little in audacity and pitched it a little higher. And I think it worked, worked pretty well. All right. Sounds good. Let's see. I, I did sound effects of me falling off, uh, falling off a cliff. That was, oh, fun. that was fun. <laughs> I did the the whoa what whoa scream from uh, Disney's The Sword in the Stone, so that was that was good. <laughs> Achievement images was a pain, but I think they came out pretty well. Yeah, I think so. They're all programmed now in the game, right? I just need to add them to the to Steam itself. Is that correct? Yeah, they're all programmed. I uploaded all the images, yes. or at least they should be uploaded yeah, to yeah. the folder. We couldn't get that one sound effect. For whatever reason, us trying to share the elevator sound effect was not working this month. And so I just ended up emailing it to you because it's like <laughs> two 15 second sounds. It's not that large. I have a theory about that. We I, we were having yeah trouble on a, on on was it Google Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, that I couldn't find this, 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 yeah, the sound that, that Michael was swearing up and down. Like, it's right there, Paul. It's right. I renamed the folder to make it easier for you to find. It's right there. Yeah, it's elevator um, sounds folder. Yep. Here's what I think is happening. Uh, and this, this might take a moment, but I think what Google Drive does, um, when you delete something on Google Drive, I think it's only deleting it for you, I think it's not deleting it for the other person, which is very annoying and very confusing to me. Um, what I think happened with the elevator sound specifically is I think you had uploaded them like a while ago and I had downloaded them and then I lost them right away because <laughs> I can't find them on my computer. But I think I had downloaded them and then deleted them off the Google Drive on my end. Uh, so they weren't appearing for me anymore. But they still were appearing for you because they were still in the drive, just not on my screen. I think... If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think it also has something where, like, if you delete a file, they still keep it for, like, 30 days. And then it's yeah, actual okay. deleted. I feel like that's something else they do. I'm not sure. Yeah, so so I, th- I think the, that's what the file was showing up for you because... You hadn't deleted it on your end, but I had already deleted it on my end. So I don't know. It was it was being weird. Maybe maybe Google Drive isn't the best thing for for file sharing in this way. Tried to make it simpler, but maybe I have not succeeded in doing so. I don't know. Maybe it just doesn't like us. The the elevator sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> that could be too. It's trying to tell us something. Are those are those sounds that you recorded at the actual elevator? I was inside the actual elevator. At the time of recording. Yes. So the sound going up and sound awesome. going down. That That's the elevator going up and going down. And I had to make sure because I didn't want to accidentally <laughs> confuse the two. <laughs> Even though it probably sounds pretty much the exact same. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Uh, oh, man. I can't talk about the other sounds you recorded uh, um, because that's a spoiler. <laughs> Oh yeah, that then everybody the, would know the how to solve scene. the puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> uh but those worked out really well. Uh for for some of them I ended up layering some uh public domain sounds on free sound on top of them to sort of give them a little more texture. Uh but but they sound really good in the game, I think. All right. 
and I used your your white flash effect in that scene as well, uh, just for fun, since it was already in there. Yeah, it, <laughs> that white flash effect worked really well. I just asked, because yeah. I think what I did was I just searched in Google. It's like, okay, how do I do like the Phoenix Wright flash uh, uh, in RenPy? And lo and behold, somebody else already asked that question <laughs> and had the programming done. And so I was able to do it very easily. Yeah, we we now have that in a, in a few different spots now. I like it a lot. So I think we had a question. We had a, a listener question. I don't know if it's too early to go into this, Whoa. but... One of the Whoa. topics I did... It's a little early. Okay, okay. I was just going to say one of the things... One of the things on my list was to check out this person who does, like, royalty-free Nancy Drew music. I'm not quite sure how it works or what that means. But um, she posted it. It's like, hey, I'm a big Nancy Drew fan. Here's the music I've done. Um, sort of in the style of Nancy Drew. Okay. And... Yeah, so I, it says, like, royalty-free, but I think you have to buy, like, an $8 license or something to use it in the in a game. Okay. So what I did was I checked that out this month, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool music, but it doesn't fit for this game at all. So maybe if there mm -hmm. is a mystery where I'm exploring an old castle or something like that. Or if we do another Francie Drew game, <laughs> if, if that suddenly starts selling lots of copies on Steam. Oh, I've still got the Francie Drew 3 um, game in my my list of game <laughs> specs. Right. So, because I kind of updated my list of game specs because I was trying to decide what my next writing project would be. Sure. Yeah, I imagine we're getting pretty close to thinking about that now. Yep, but it's... um, it turns out my next writing project is going to be... Pride and Prejudice and Murder. I don't know if that really counts as a writing project. I think I'm at the fa phase where, where it's all written. I wrote some pathways. My co-author wrote some pathways. And now what I need to do is go through and basically program it. You know, turn it from the just mm -hmm. a script into programming and then get it tested and everything like that. And then submit it to hosted games. So I will hopefully be able to do that this month. Uh, that's awesome. Wow. I didn't know you were that far in it, into it already. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. And apparently you can play music in uh, the hosted games now. So may maybe I'll get the license for that. Let's see. Other stuff I did this month was... Looks like you found some glitches that I yeah. solved. <laughs> Accidentally had something set to false instead of true. Yeah, where that where that that uh, there's a certain object that that keeps appearing no matter how many times you pick it up. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's because it was set to false, not true. So uh, uh. Uh, that is picking up the item was set to false, but having the item was still set to true, so you could continue the game like normal because it says you have the item, but it still thinks you didn't pick up right. the item. And it's not smart enough to right. Know the so difference. it wasn't it wasn't game breaking. Yeah. It, it, you only would notice it if you left that specific screen and then came back to that specific screen the item would would appear again so that i mean that, again that's that's probably why we haven't uh, hadn't noticed it before uh just cuz it's sort of a rare instance um cuz there's no reason to go back to that screen yeah 
and then um I don't know if it's a spoiler to talk about the other one, but um it's like a list of images where it's like rock one, rock two, mm. rock three, rock four, and then the the final image was something like Boulder five. And it was <laughs> and then you're like, I don't have Boulder five, why is this not working? And I'm like, oh no, well I could clearly see from the lists that it was supposed to be rock five. So that was an easy fix. Uh, on on my list, I had found a couple glitches and, and corrected them, but they were all glitches that I had introduced. Oh, no. So that's fun. I, one of them... No, I mean, it, it wasn't nothing that bad. Um, so uh, there's a point in the game where we use a different text box than the rest of the game has. And it was... The way I coded it, it was doing this super, super annoying thing where if you roll back which in in visual novel terms means like you, you there's a function where you as the player can just kind of rewind to a previous scene it would go back to the incorrect it would show the incorrect text box basically uh it was like if you lose this mini game but then you kind of use this rewind function to go back to before you lost it would be showing the incorrect text box so that was something i had to sort of work around um that was that was kind of an annoying thing. Uh, and I mean, for all we for all I know, we'll end up removing the rollback feature anyway. Um, but right now, it's in the game at least, uh, and it was dealt with eventually. Um, I had a lot of problem with the save and load screens for some reason. Um, I was I, I sort of redid them because I wanted them to look more like. Uh, Gosh, what is it? It's either Cat President, Internet Core. One of one of our more recent games, I thought, had a had a nice kind of simple layout with just screenshots in the middle, information under it, uh, big screenshots so you can tell what you're looking at and where you left off. But uh, it, again, because I think we're using different versions of RenPy, I couldn't just copy the code over for those previous games because it was totally incompatible. So I had to sort of figure out how to do it from scratch, and it was giving me all these weird issues where the bottom row of screenshots, if you clicked under the screenshots, it would still act as though you were clicking on the screenshots. So like you'd be clicking at the bottom of the screen near where like the return exit button is. And if you click a pixel away from return, instead of return, you'll be saving again. (laughs) It was absolutely drove me out of my mind because I could not figure out why, why, why it was doing that. Uh, and here's the world's dumbest solution. The way I fixed it was I just got rid of the bottom row of screenshots and now there's just one row of screenshots and it works fine. I don't know. That doesn't sound like the world's dumbest solution. That sounds perfectly normal <laughs> to me. Uh, I, it's just... I, I couldn't figure out what the actual problem was, though. <laughs> it's just... Uh, it makes it seem like an annoying workaround. It draws more attention to like the background picture, I guess, on the save screen, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, you know, I that, that's always my problem when coming when when dealing with workarounds like this is that I want the the end result to look like it was intentional and not like I did a workaround because I couldn't figure out how to code things properly. And I think it does work cuz I do think cuz we have these you know, individual photos that you took for the game as the backgrounds for the save, load, preferences, Some of them were taken from uh, the the trailer, because not everything we shot for the trailer mm. made it in the trailer. And so I'm like, okay, well, 
saving that as uh as a as a background a potential background <laughs> for the game because you know we filmed it might as well use it it's not like i'm <laughs> yeah i was i was gonna say it's like in hollywood where they're like well we we filmed it we might as well you know we spent money on this we might as well use it but that's that's not the case i didn't yeah. i didn't pay anybody <laughs> i just bothered my family and forced them to go out to oregon city to take video footage at the elevator and waterfall <laughs> Uh, no, but but I I think you're I think you're exactly right. Is that we we have like more uh, I don't want to say white space because it's not like empty, but kind of blank space on the save and load screens than I normally would like. But it actually works out because it does highlight and show more of these pictures that you took. So I I, I it does it does work. It was just unbelievably frustrating for me that I couldn't figure out what was going on. I feel <laughs> like menus. one of the problems too is I messed with the standard uh, preferences screen because I did that to to let people change the resolution and that's not I don't think that's one of the default things mm. in RenPy so I feel like I know adding that was it was a nightmare and something disappeared from the screen as a result <laughs> oh yeah well, like the return button disappeared didn't it yeah something like that yeah, yeah. So, but, but yeah, that, so that was one of my big projects, uh, earlier this month was, um, I got all of the menus kind of totally polished and squared away now. Um, I think, I think they all look pretty good. Um, I mean, our, I, 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 my, my menus that I make never like look super high quality. It, it's just sort of what I'm able to do. Um, but I, I'm, I'm happy with how they all turned out. Let's see. Oh, uh, this was a kind of a, a, a small thing that I did, but, um, Another thing I've noticed while watching people play our games uh, is that a lot of times when they, if if they're like streaming and they haven't started the game yet, they turn the game on during the stream. Uh, they get really annoyed because the sound is really loud on their computers. That happens um, with like every game, though. To be honest, like as a Let's Player, that happens to me. Like, you know, pretty much every game I play, I have to set the... the the game audio, the ambient audio to 50% before I can even start uh, playing the game. That's just, that's just something that happens in general. Um, you are right, though, that some games seem to have that issue more than others, but I've noticed more often than not, it's, it's a smart idea. If I'm going to be recording a video of me playing a game, I've got to check the sound levels ahead of time rather than just turn on the game and assume, oh, well, my voice is obviously <laughs> going to be louder than the, the uh, audio. Huh. That's interesting. I, I, I didn't realize it was it was sort of a, a games industry-wide issue because uh, I've noticed it across several of our game of our games specifically. Uh, but yeah, so I, I did sort of what you're, you're describing is I, I have it set to default the first time you start our game. Uh, music and sound effects are all, are all set to 50% now. Um, so maybe people will find that helpful, or maybe now I'm going to be watching people streaming the game and they're like, I can't hear, is there supposed to be music here? It's too quiet. Yeah, it's, I didn't know you could do something to, that it affects the first time the player starts the game. Yes. Um, so you can set, uh, if you use like default before a variable, then you can set like what the default setting is. Uh, initially, before the player does anything to affect it, so that that's that's something I've used a few times. So, I, for example, for this, I have it says config.default 
underscore music underscore volume equals 0.5, I did that for music and the, the music and sound effects channels. And then if the player goes, uh, if they the player changes it uh, to 75%, exits the game, opens the game again, it'll still be 75% because the game only sets the default version. It doesn't, it doesn't then reset it every time you open it. Okay. That was that was not something I've played with before in our games. I just started doing it here. Actually, I, I uh, added that to Too Many Santas too when um, when I was uh, monkeying with the code and updating the credit stuff. I also set the default uh, sound volumes. All right. Well, if that's everything. So is it now time I could talk about the sure. listener question? Yeah, we we do have uh, a listener question this month. Uh, asked by Timothy Mark on our Discord channel. Uh, Timothy says, My question is, how do you find music for your games that doesn't end up being generic stock music that is in everything? Do you pay for it? Do you just use really obscure royalty-free music libraries? Um, And yeah, Michael did did touch on this uh, a little bit earlier, talking about the uh, royalty-free music. Yeah. I was, yeah, I checked out this small library from some person who, you know, they posted a link to their small library. It showed up on my Facebook, and so I checked it out. And I I feel like that would have been a good option, because um, unlike the one guy that everybody uses, um, this is not somebody people know. Also with the Lost Oregon City Goal. You mean Kevin Kevin McLeod? Yep, that one, yeah. (laughs) With Lost Oregon City Gold, um... So I I used the one website you shared with me that has a bunch of, like, generic stock music, I think. But um, Mm. I picked a lot of songs from an Alice in Wonderland album. I believe the guy who did it was called Raphael Cruz. I can look it up. The Senator? No, Crux. Crux, that's it. Okay. Okay. Uh, what, What site did you find his music on? Um, the one that you sent Do me you remember? for too many Santas. Um, it had a bunch Which of one did I send you? bunch of emojis. I'm sorry, that's not very helpful. <laughs> there, there are a bunch of emojis <laughs> on it. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, freepd.com. Yeah. Yeah, there's it. Yeah, that's a good one. Because that's all. Everything on there is public domain. Yeah. And that's that's where I found that that album. Uh, yeah, I mean that's so that that's sort of how uh, how I do it too. Um, I, I I literally I just have a bunch of different sources uh, bookmarked of Creative Commons music uh, places that I will not reveal because I don't want all the other indie game developers to use them too. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I have a I have a bunch bookmarked, um, and I I also try to avoid uh, Kevin McLeod. I, I think his website's in comp in something like that. Um, uh, because literally, like all other indie games, use his stuff now. Um, so we used a lot of his music when we were first starting out, but it's just it's it's everywhere now, and it's I like being able to disguise the fact that our music is royalty free. <laughs> By using I have stuff that nobody knows one about. of his songs in um, the Lost Ork and City Gold. Yeah. Should we change it? No, no, no. I mean, sometimes it's just I, unavoidable. I, have I think song, I have a few. I yeah. Marvin. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, there's a few in uh, Too Many Santas, too, just because he had, like, the exact Christmas song I was looking for. So, like, sometimes it's just, you know, oh. it's unavoidable. 
Yeah, well, I just wanted like an old waltz sounding mm-hmm. style music, just just an old sounding song, actually, because yeah, in the Lost Oregon City Gold, we're visiting a lot of old sites. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. you you did a really good job finding music for the game, by the way. Um, everything everything fits really well. So it's all cool. It was it was a lot of work. I I yeah. I, I, I had the list of scenes and and I I did the things where I didn't want the same song to be playing in like two scenes back to back. Yeah. Yep. So I tried to separate them out. So like the the first song, you know, it's in scene three, scene twelve, and scene twenty two, and like a scene nine, scene sixteen, scene twenty two. But so I basically tried to space them out as much as I could. So yeah, that makes sense. Lots of different things. I was trying to juggle there with the music. Yeah, I think so. When I when I've done it before, uh, especially for for a game like Cat Present with all of its different pathways, I, I would sort of set myself guidelines that uh, I want each cat to like sort of have their own theme, and I want each pathway to have two songs that don't appear in the other pathways just to sort of help me keep things from sounding too samey across the entire game. Um, but also when I'm, when I'm building my music library for the game, I, I sort of note uh, what, what mood I'm trying to evoke with each individual song. So I'll, I'll have, you know, a song where I may, I make a note that says excitement or things are chill now, or things are getting scary so that I can remember that that's how I use the songs in that game. Uh, and and sort of have a a level of cons- consistency throughout it as a result. Yeah, I, I only did that with one song, I believe, in <laughs> the Lost Oregon City Gold, which was I wanted like the big grand epic adventure theme yeah. <laughs> in like the first area we explore, and then in the last area we explore, and then also by the waterfall too. Yeah, because I thought it would be nice bookends to have this you know, big. It, it would like the player would just hear that and think, oh, grand adventure. But you thought it was too grand adventure and so I took that <laughs> part out of the song. We trimmed it down. There were, there was a part, like, halfway through the song where it, 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 I, it just got too much, I thought, for the scene. I, I could see what you were going for, and I, and I think the song, for the most part, worked really well, but at some point, it, it, it got too much like, we are climbing Mount Doom and we're about to drop the ring into the fires of Mordor. Yes. And I didn't think we were quite there with our with our game. Either they switched um, instruments, like they put it a new instrument, or the the, mm. the the volume level increased ridiculously. Yeah, it got like really but... really epic and booming at a, at a specific point. So yeah, we we that part was cut out. So when I checked it in the audio files, it's like oh okay, it's easy to see which part you're talking about because yeah. it's way louder than everything else. Yep, and and I and I do think the song works really well now. So, so that's all good. I'll just check real quick to see if there was anything fun I had to talk about here at the end. Oh, um, uh, I, I guess this this almost counts as housekeeping, but um, I don't know if you remember, Michael, but last year in March, I did sort of our own Rock Studios March Madness kind of thing where I did like uh, a, a tournament of, of various characters from our game. Um, so I'm 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 planning mm-hmm. to to do that again this month. Um, it'll I think this podcast comes out at the very end of February, so it'll be at the very beginning of March. We'll we'll be starting the the 2022 character battle. Uh, last year, uh, I believe President DJ Nibbles won, uh, and also I think it was like basically all cats from the from the semifinals on. <laughs> People really like our cat characters, uh, so we'll see what happens yes. with that this year. 
just just a goofy little fun thing to uh, to do. Dust off the Oarock Studios Twitter account. So be <laughs> looking for that. Uh, and if you're listening to this and I haven't started the character battle yet, uh, feel free to uh, message me or Oarock or put it on the Discord or whatever who your favorite characters are, and I'll put them in the tournament. Um, and with that, I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argolf... And Michael is at Argolfump, spelled exact... Don't laugh at my pronunciation! How dare you! (laughs) How how dare you! It's such a stupid name! Why did I do that? Somebody slap high school Michael, just build a time machine, slap him, change change his username. And Michael is at I Love Cartoons so much. Spelled exactly at as Yahoo.com. Yes. <laughs> that email address does not exist anymore. Oh, I wonder if anybody's no. tried to send emails to it. Oh yeah, it's it's probably still in some of your old like game FAQ stuff, right? It's oh, it's in be. all my old game FAQs. Yeah. So when I updated I updated my walkthrough for Nancy Drew Warnings at Waverly Academy, because I misspelled Edgar Allan Poe, and he gets mentioned like five times in the walkthrough. <laughs> so when I sent in an update, just a spell change, I also got rid of the, uh, you know, email me at uh, Yahoo, because that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it It quickly just evolved into just getting a bunch of spam, yeah. Email me at... Um, what do you call it? Game FAQs does allow emailing, so um, oh, nobody sent me any emails. The Lost Gamer, that's, okay. that's right. You were the Lost Gamer. See, why didn't I use that for my YouTube channel? That's pretty name? good. Oh, well. Did you mean Lost like you were like lost and confused, or or how or or how did you mean Lost in that exactly? Do it you, works for remember? both that, yeah. you know, I play like games, which I guess are more obscure or which ah. have been lost. They're not the mainstream ones, but also, you, you know, I get confused sometimes <laughs> and need help. <laughs> Spelled exactly as it sounds. You can. God, where, where, where was I? You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io or just visit orock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is by Fifth Avenue. You can check them out on SoundCloud. And finally, if you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we'd love to hear them. Email them to podcast at com. Is there anything you'd like to add, Michael? Michael's not going to be in the March Madness this year, <laughs> right? Because Oregon City Gold hasn't the game's come not out yet. yet. Yeah. Internet Court and um, and Too Many Santas have both come out since the last time we did this. So those those would all be new. Um, anyway, I think that about does. Oh wait, I did that part already. Okay, <laughs> I'm losing did it. We? I was gonna ask. I wasn't <laughs> sure. Did we get distracted? I distracted got- <laughs> you. That's right. Okay. That's because I Sorry. couldn't pronounce your name. <sighs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. A story will be told. Go! Well, let me, yeah, let me, let me finish the Too Many Santas thing, then we, we can dive into, uh, Oregon City Trail, uh, Oregon, 
that was almost the it. name of the game. You got um, the name. <laughs> no, wait, no, that's not uh, it. Lost Oregon City Gold. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, 